Thou prepared the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou, thou wilt anoint my head with oil, my cup will run over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. I 
like you we exalt you and magnify your name even as we hear your word we pray that you may speak to us oh god bless your servant even as they speak in a special way in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we pray and everybody say amen amen welcome pastor Njeru. thank you so much thank you so much pastor dennis that was a powerful worship i want to welcome each and every one of you to living effectively and before i say anything else i want us to be introduced with video concerning the message i'll be sharing today so if this is your first time you're sharing with us or you are joining in i want you to know we treasure we value you and we love you and we know god has something good for you may god bless you even as you stick with us through the end amen but uh not very small Hey guys, it's me again, Douglas, and I've got a little sheep here today, and well, it's not a real sheep, it's just a toy sheep, but uh, my grandma said that I could borrow it to talk to you guys about, about sheep, because I don't know if you know this or not, but the Bible actually talks about sheep a whole lot, and it talks about shepherds too, you know, it says that Jesus was the Lamb of God, and, and the shepherds were the very first people to tell to tell everybody that Jesus was born, and and, you know, David was a shepherd before he fought Goliath and all that stuff. There's all kinds of stuff about sheep and shepherds in the Bible. But the thing I want to talk about today is I want to talk about how God is a good shepherd. Now, a shepherd is somebody who takes care of sheep. And, you know, sheep are great. You know, we use them for wool, for our clothes and other kinds of fabrics and stuff. And we use them for food. And, and some people, they, they drink their milk and make cheese and stuff out of, out of sheep's milk. And, and they're really great. But... Sheep need someone to take care of them because, well, they, uh, first of all, they're not very smart. They, they don't really know where to go. They kind of follow the group around, and if the group goes to the wrong place, then they all go to the wrong place. And the other thing about sheep is they don't have a whole lot that they can do to defend themselves. You know, if a lion comes to go eat a sheep, yeah, he's going to eat a sheep. There's really nothing the sheep can do. It can be like, bah, and then get eaten up, and there's really nothing they can, they can do to fight. So sheep need a shepherd to show them where to eat and where to drink, and then also a shepherd to protect them from, from animals that want to eat them, you know, like, like lions and bears and, and, and wolves and stuff, and then they keep the sheep safe. You know, the Bible says that Jesus is a shepherd, and we are his sheep. And, you know, we, we do a lot of good things in life, but we, we also we need a lot of help. 
a lot of help. We need Jesus to lead the way. In the Bible, in, in Psalm 23, the whole chapter, it talks about how Jesus is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And he takes such good care of us. God, God, you know, just like a shepherd, you know, takes a sheep to the nice places where there's there's good water for them to drink and good grass for them to eat. God leads us where he wants us to go. He leads us down the paths of righteousness. He leads us down the paths that we should go. He, he tells us how we should live. And another thing that Jesus does for us is he protects us. Just like a, a shepherd protects his sheep from animals, God protects his sheep, us, from all kinds of bad stuff. You know, the devil, he, he really wants to, to destroy us. He wants to mess us up, just like a lion wants to mess up a sheep. You know, a lion might be prowling around trying to find a sheep he might be able to gobble up, and Satan's the same way. But God protects us from Satan. There's so many things that Satan wants to do that God says, mm -mm, nope, can't do that because they're my sheep. And he keeps us safe. Like a little baby lamb, he keeps us safe. And I am so glad that God is my shepherd because, well, you know, sometimes I do feel like a sheep. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. But I know that if I go to God that he will help me to know what to do and to know where to go. And I, I can find his truth in his word, and I can pray to God, and I can learn at Sunday school, and all these things. It's like he's being a shepherd and, and guiding me in the way that I should go. And I'm so glad that he keeps me safe. You know, we talk about how sheep are kind of dumb, and, and they're, they're kind of smelly, but they're not so bad. You know, sheep, actually, it turns out sheep are pretty smart when it comes to following. They know they know who to follow. If if a guy who's not the shepherd comes and he talks to sheep and says, okay, sheep, get in the truck, they... Uh, they don't do it. They don't know who they don't know who that is. They listen to their master only. They only listen to the shepherd. So that's that's my challenge to you guys today is that you guys would be like a sheep, a little sheep baby, and that you would listen to the shepherd's voice, listen to the voice of God and live the life that he has planned for you because his plan is awesome. And another challenge is is I want you to look up in your Bible Psalm 23 and read the whole chapter. It's a long chapter and if you need some help you can get your parents or Sunday school teacher or somebody to help you out. But that that chapter tells us all about how God takes care of us just like a shepherd takes care of a little sheep. You know, it is a hard job to be a shepherd. You know, sheep sheep in real life like I said they're they're not so bright and you got to go find them sometimes. They wander off and and you know, sheep are kind of smelly, and they're, they're kind of gross. But, you know, it, 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 I think it's worth it in the end. And I'm so glad that God has decided to be our shepherd. And I want to be a good sheep. And thank you guys so much for helping me to spread the good news of the good shepherd. Praise, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord for for this opportunity that God has given us. And uh, I just want to take again this opportunity to invite each and every one of you. Thank you so much for taking your time from your busy schedule to come and join us as we have a moment in the presence of God and also on his word. So as I said, if this is your first time, I want you to know we appreciate you, we love you. And we know God has a good plan for you and I. I thank God because of that message of just that just introduce what I wanted to speak about because I'll be talking about taking care or knowing the condition of your flock. Amen. And we'll continue from there. So ladies and gentlemen, it's important for us to, to realize that God has given us a responsibility over what he wants us to manage, keep or lead. But before we go to that point, let us start by the word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this moment to share your word. We ask you that God may be with us, minister through me. And God, I thank you for everyone that is listening, that your Holy Spirit will minister to them grace, love, and even your anointing as you teach us how to be good shepherds, O oh God, and to take care of that which you've given us in every area of our lives, in Jesus' precious name. And we all say Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this particular moment, I wanted to say something about knowing the condition of your flock. It's very, 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 very important for us to know the condition of our flock. And I know when I mention about the condition, to most people, that flashback, that I'm not a pastor, so that is not for me. Uh-uh. As long as you are in charge of people, it's very, very, very important for you to know the condition of 
your people. Amen. It's very important for you to know the condition of your people. Just give me a minute. I was expecting a visitor. He's calling me right now. Just hold on. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thank God because I was expecting a visitor to minister to us from Kenya. The kind of uh, got a little bit late because of te uh, technicality, but they will join later. So they will minister to us through music and we bless the Lord for that. So as I was saying, I was trying to say, when we talk about knowing the condition of your flock, what comes to most of us is pastors. You know, I am not a pastor, so that is not for me. I'm good. No, no, no. If you are in charge of people, whether giving care, whether leading them, whether you are a teacher, whether you are a Sunday school teacher, or your children as a parent, you are leading your children, or you are in school, you are made to be prefect or to watch over others. You are a leader, you are a shepherd. So the word shepherd here is not just limited to pastors only. And that's why it's important for you to know how to communicate because when you know those tips, they will help you to communicate even with difficult people, amen? Because some of us, we have a problem like, no, I can't talk to that difficult person. He's always rude. He's always talking back to me. That is a secret to it. You got to know the flock, the shape. You got to know the condition of your flock. And as I continue, I want to encourage each and every one of you. If you can get this book, it's called The Way of a Shepherd by Dr. Kevin Le Lemon and Bill Penta, it will teach you seven secrets to managing productive people. This book is so, it's small, it's not so many pages. It's actually, if, if you fear maybe reading books, it's about 120 pages alone. And it's a very small book you can put even in your purse. And it has been a best selling, New York Times best selling book. And more to that, it's also used in MBA. I was using this when I'm doing my MBA. So it's a very vital book that they can take this small book to learn how a shepherd does things and implement in their life. Actually, if I may give you just a preview before we go reading the scripture of this book is, the author of the book, he had a ranch in Texas and he, he all kind of, uh, domestic animals, but he focused his attention on the sheep. So he was telling us when he's writing this book that he learned his leadership ability by shepherding, taking care of the sheep, how they responded. He wrote down actually a paper on that and became a bestseller and even he put it in a book. And one of the things he was emphasizing was, you got to know the condition of a flock. This is what he said before we read the scripture. A manager can't manage what he doesn't know. And then he continued to say, so you have to make a point of knowing not just the status of, you, of the work, but also the status of your people. So don't focus too much on their project and not enough on their people. You know, we have this manager we all know or we have encountered that they focus so much on work. They don't care about how you feel. All what they care, where were you? Do you did you finish? but they don't care to find out how is your family doing? How are you doing? You know, is anything okay? Those small questions, those small concern, they build people and they feel they are part of the team. Amen? And that's why we want to make sure that when you learn right now, even when you come to that position of being a leader, leading others, or you're a manager, or you're a pastor, or you're a CEO, you already know how to take care of them. And when you know how to take care of them, they will always be productive for you. Amen? So God bless you. So the first person to read the scripture for us is Marianne. Please read for us. Let's hear what the Bible says about taking care of the flock. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23, 27, please. I'm number one. I'll be reading. Okay. 
Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds. For riches to do not last forever, and does a crown endure to all generations. What when the grass is gone and the new growth appears, the vegetation of the mountains is gathered. The land will provide clothing, and the goats in the price of a, of a field. There will be enough goats milk for your food, the food of your household, and the attendance of your girls, for your girls. Amen. Thank you so much, Nimbura. Here we hear the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23, that is where you zero in, but you went all the way to 27. The scripture instructs us to know very well the condition of the flocks that you are entitled to, that you are made in charge. Remember what I started by saying is when I talk about the flock, it's not just for the shepherd alone. It talks about if you're a manager, you need to know the condition of the people that you are leading. Because if you don't know the people that you are leading, very soon they'll burn out and guess what's going to happen? They will leave the company. So for you to be a good manager, it's important for you to always know the condition of your flock. Jesus said very well in scripture, my sheep know my voice. And they come to me. How do they know their voice? Not just because of him calling, but he leads them. He knows he. He knows where they need to be part-time. When they are hungry, he leads them in green pastures. When they need to drink, he's always there. When they face danger, he's there to protect them. Why? Because he, because he is the shepherd. And the Bible called him the great shepherd and bishop of our soul. And that is why he has admonished us to know the condition of the flock of, we, uh, of the people that God has made us in charge. So whether you are a manager, is important for you to know the condition of your people. A manager can't manage what he doesn't know. So you have to make a point of knowing not just the status of the work, but also the status of the people. And if you know how to take care of the people, they'll take care of work. That's the difference between good leaders and bad leaders. Good leaders empowers their leaders. He takes care of the flock and the flock will take care of the business. We mentor one another. That is the job that God has given us. Remember, Jesus, he started with the 12. Between the 12, he had the three who are the pillars, Peter, John, and James. But he has one that he could confide to. But this 12, when he left, they were so established in his teaching that they grew to be at 120. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, the Bible says in chapter 2, after the message, 3,000 joined them. Chapter 4 talks about another 5,000. And toward the end of chapter 5, as you go in the book of Acts, the whole city, the whole city was filled with information. Why? Because he took care of his flock. That is to say, if you take care of your flock, you will sleep at night. They will take care of the business of the day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So to read us the second scripture is Amani, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, please. Amani. Okay. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13. And he gave some to be apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of saints of the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come into the unify of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God into a perfect man unto the, per unto the perfect measure of the stature and the fullness of Christ. Amen. So the purpose of knowing your shepherd or giving out what the Bible has just described, the five ministry, is for the edifying 
of the body of Christ. God wants you to be grounded so that you are not tossed to and fro by any tradition of men that comes along. Amen? So it's important for us to understand. Thank you so much, Amani. CJ, read First Peter chapter 5 and verse 2. First Peter 5 verse 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you, talking the oversight of them, not by con constrained, but willing, willingly, not for filthy loiser, but out of a ready I got the first part. Buy. Thank you. The first part, what I wanted is feed the flock. What the Bible says here, Peter talks to us. Thank you so much, CJ. The Bible talks here about feeding the flocks. Our job is to ensure that the flock, the flock that God has given unto us, the only way to know the condition of your flock is to ensure that they are fed well. They eat well, they are protected, and they are taken good care. Amen? Leanne, please read John 21, verse 15 to 17. We are almost over before we hear our guest. Okay, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, do you, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again for a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jodah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Amen. Thank you so much, Leanne. Here we see Jesus emphasizing three times to Peter. Feed my sheep, feed my lamb, feed my lamb, uh, feed my sheep. Why? Because he wants Peter, the only, he's trying to mold Peter to be a good shepherd. And a good shepherd, this is what he does. He engages his people or his sheep on regular basis. He wanted him to know their condition because by knowing their condition, that is the only way he can be able to take care of him, I mean, of them. So Jesus was very specific. He asked him, if you truly love me, do you love me more than this? Yes, we are eating, we're enjoying ourselves, but do you love him? He had to emphasize three times because he knew when you know how to take care of the flock. The flock will take care of the business. When you know how to take care of the, of, of the sheep, the sheep will have no problem producing the wool, producing the milk, the meat. Why? Because they are fed well. That's why God emphasizes on what? You got to know the flock or, or the people that God has given you. Don't just focus on the business, focus on them. You need, again, to engage them on regular basis. basis. Know how they are doing. Know their dreams, what motivates them. Know their children's name, it helps. When you do that, those people will commit themselves with you and they will not leave you. Let me tell you something in the military. When, when our commander comes in, the first thing that he does is he wants to know who you are, your children, their names, and everything. Why? Because by showing interest to our family, it shows us that he cares for us. It's not just there just to make sure that the job is done, but he cares even to the nitty-gritty. He wants to know how our family, is anybody graduating? You know, those kind of things. And by the way, next week, Friday, and Thursday and Friday, Marianne will be graduating on Thursday. My son Carlton will be graduating on Friday. So it's a blessing at least to know that finally Carlton and, Mar and Marianne 
will be graduating high school and they'll be joining the college. So they'll be going to their respective colleges. So it's important to know, it's important to know, know the flock, know the condition of your flock. By knowing the condition, if you want to be a good manager, a good manager, you got to know the condition of the people that you are leading. As a pastor, you got to know the condition of your flock. Something simple like picking up a phone, call them, text them. Let me tell you, it pumped them up. Ask me, I will tell you, when we are down ready, you receive that text or your boss calling you, telling you, you are doing a good job. You feel so good that you want to give even 101%. So it's always emphasized, no. And that's why Jesus was a very good leader. That's why to this day, his company is still growing and growing by the day. Why? He led well for three years and also he trained the right people. He made sure they were equipped. He was with them when they were weak. Some of them, they were trying to give up. He followed them up. Others denied him, but he still stood with them until the last day that when he departed, he was so sure that this company called Jesus Christ, the salvation, the church will succeed. And that's why when he empowered them with the Holy Spirit, to this day, we are still speaking about the good news. Why? Because we had the great shepherd and bishop of our soul. That's why he says, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. So God has imparted you the same spirit, the same spirit that was upon Jesus upon you. So you don't have to be in the ministry for the Holy Ghost to be upon you. Even in your business, you can claim the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Almost finishing. Nyambura, read Matthew 18, 10 and 14, please. Okay. Uh, Matthew 18, 10 to 14. See that you do not despise one of the little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who's in heaven. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not ha ha leave the 99 on the mountains and go and search for one of, for one that went astray? And if he finds it truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it's not the will of my father who's in heaven that one these little ones should perish. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So in that scripture, the key point here is everybody matters. Jesus said he leaves the 99 that are saved and he goes out seeking for that which is lost in the jungle, in the desert, out there in the cold. Jesus is trying to teach us here a principle on how to take care of the flock. It's not enough to say, I have the 99. I don't need the one that is, has gone astray. No, Jesus said, listen, leave the 99, go out. And when you get him or her, bring him back. Let's have a party. Because the one who was lost is now found. What am I trying to say? Do not despise the days of small beginning. Everybody in your flocks count. Whether you are, you are in charge of two people, one person, three person, it doesn't matter the number. People count. Whether it's a child, an adult, a teenager, or a young person, whoever, or an old person, as long as a human being, you got to give them 100%. And when you do that, God will reward you. And to conclude this scripture for today is Solomon. Please read for us Psalms 23, verse 1 to 4. Psalms 23, verse 1 to 4. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. Amen. Amen. Here we see a summary of what it means to be a good shepherd. Jesus himself, he proved to us that is the good shepherd. And he leads us, he says, as a good shepherd, he leads his flock in green pastures. He restores our soul. And even when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, 
we shall not fear evil. Why? Because his rod and his staff, they comfort us. So may the Lord bless you because of listening to that word. So this particular moment, I'm going to invite my friend, Pastor Stella Kabidi, minister to us through the song. We are here, ready to hear from you guys. Hi. Yes, we can hear you. All right. Thank you so much for having us here. We are Thank honored. You. Yeah. Yes. God bless yes. you. What a word. Thank you for talking to us about leadership. That's so encouraging. And we are being impacted to become better leaders, whether we're young or whether we are old. What a challenge. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much, you. my brother. All right. So I have David here with me. I, I don't know whether we can see David. Just a minute. Um, David, can you be seen? That's the guy yes, who's playing the guitar. Yeah. Can you? Yes. Hi, we can see you guys. Yes. Thank All you. right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And yeah. then we have Shalom. Hi, Shalom. Ah. <laughs> Good. And then we have Praise sitting Hi, on Shalom. Praise. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> And then Gabriel. Yes, Gabriel. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry, we are fixing our biggest screen, but for now we're going to see yes. and minister to the Lord. Shalom is going to lead us. All right. Just take a minute and bless the Lord. Lord, he just good. 
that one more time. wonderful day we give you praise as your sons and daughters that are gathered together in your name thank you because you're in the midst of us and it is a promise you gave to every one of us that where two or three gather in your name jesus you are right there you're in our homes wherever we are and we sense your presence even as your servant has said we sense that you are here we sense that you honor the fact that we oh god are gathered in your name and lord as we have been admonished even through your word about leadership about the good shepherd who takes care of the flock does not neglect them who lays down his life for the sake of the flock lord may you cause us to be such that we are going to be great leaders everywhere you send us be thou represented well by us wherever we go whether it's in school whether it's in college whether it's in church or even our places 
of serving you in the in the offices wherever you send us jesus may people sense your presence may people experience your love may people experience your ministry of reconciliation touch the lives of people through us may people say there's something about you that i see i cannot explain it but let them say they are sensing the lord may you win many people to yourself and use us as instruments send us as ambassadors that will shed abroad the love of Christ, that many may be born to you, Lord Jesus. And when they see the good deeds that we do, Lord, all the praise and the glory will come back to you alone. And you will meet, we many, many will be attracted to you through us, through our leadership, through our lifestyle, how we carry ourselves. Lord, we commend ourselves to your grace. And we know that as we serve, that as we love your flock, that as we take care of of little lambs or people that are you you put us to serve them lord many will be won to your love and the world will know that jesus died we bless you and we know that even as we serve you you are left behind taking care of our business you are left behind blessing us oh god and so we will seek your kingdom first and all these things and treasures that the world seeks after they will be added to our lives. We bless you. We love you forever. We love you forever. We love you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, <laughs> Pastor Taylor, with your wonderful blessing team of your children. You get the blessing. I'm looking forward for you to be a blessing to us. So we'll communicate after this because we want you to preach to us. We want you to minister to us. So we move to Kahoot. So don't log in. It's an opportunity to win a word. So may the Lord bless you all. Amen.